Hello, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to Tech Unraveled, brought to you by Vistacom, where we unravel the EV industry. Um, we go beyond the buzzwords here if you haven't been here before. Um, we try and get real and dirty with experts and thought leaders from a wide variety of sectors within ProAV. Um, I'm Josh Herring, Marketing Communications Specialist with Vistacom. And I'm Leanna Russell, Vistacom Sales and Marketing Manager, and we are your hosts. All right, so we're really excited today um, to be talking about modern day challenges in various video conferencing environments, um, intelligent video along with that and Microsoft Teams Rooms integration specifically. Yes, and to that point, we're super lucky to be joined today by Kara Shannon, who is the Senior Product Marketing Manager of Intelligent Video and Unified Communications at Crestron. Thanks so much for being here today, Kara. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Crestron? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. My role at Crestron is primarily focused on the products that we have in our unified communications and intelligent video lines. So that's everything from, you know, our room kits to the cameras themselves. And I focus on go-to-market for those products and you know, launching as they come out, making sure that we're communicating the benefits and features of all of those products properly. Gotcha. And Crestron has uh, come out with so many of these amazing products. <clears throat> Vistacom uses and recommends them on a daily basis to our clients. So we can testify to um, how far Crestron um, has come in this digital evolution and uh, how great of a company uh, they've been to work with. Um, I want to start off high level with you a little bit and address the fact that recently I've had conversations regarding, you know, people's preferences on if they like to work from home, do they prefer the office? And I'm finding it interesting that I'm coming across a gamut of responses and opinions on that front. Um, I have people here in the office who say, I really do prefer coming back into the office. I'm finding myself being really productive, being able to come back into a work environment versus being at home. And then I have people on the total other end of the spectrum where they say, I'm never coming back into the office. I'm so productive at home. I'm so happy at home. And I don't plan on ever being there again if I if it was up to me. So um, I just recently found a couple of statistics to kind of further this um, interesting uh, compilation of opinions. Um, Microsoft currently reported that where we're at currently is 45% of people are working hybrid and 37% are fully in the office and 19% are fully remote. So we're definitely seeing a transition to hybrid work, but we're still seeing a good chunk of people that are fully in the office. And then on top of that, they said that 55% are concerned that their careers would suffer if they didn't come into the office regularly. So all of this just justifies the fact that we are going to be dealing with a workforce that has a mix of preferences. Um, and we're always going to be trending towards this virtual meeting and hybrid environment. As of today, they also said 80% of all meetings are fully virtual or hybrid with only 20% in-person only. So all of that to say that um, we're certainly trending towards um, meetings like 
Microsoft Teams meetings like we're talking about today. Um, and I know that we're seeing that there's still a huge room for improvement in that meeting experience on both ends for those who are remotely participating in the meeting or for those who are in the room. So Kara, what kind of things are you seeing out there in the market um, in terms of some of your most common complaints for that hybrid meeting experience? So just to comment on what you're talking about with the people who are remote and the people who love being in the office, that is definitely a, a mix of, of preferences that we're seeing. There are some people who just absolutely love coming into the office and, you know, engaging in, in person. But even when they go into a meeting room, they're still primarily, as you mentioned, you know, having a hybrid meeting experience. There's one, two, three people who may not be into the office that day. So some of the challenges that we're seeing in those situations are for the remote participants. The, the biggest one is not being able to see or hear the, the people who are in person really well. So they may be looking at a wide bowling room shot of the space, not be able to grab that nonverbal communication of whoever is talking. And for the people who are in the room, there is an element of having to remember to include the remote participants. So, you know, looking in a particular direction, choosing, you know, do I interact with the people in the room or do I make sure that I'm looking good on camera? Uh, a lot of those. So those are primarily the, the major challenges that I'm seeing uh, right now. I would agree. I'm seeing the same challenges, even here at Vistacom. Some of it is not you know, technology-based, some of it is also um, behavioral-based or just natural habits when you're in a conference room and you completely forget there's one or two people on the other end. Um, but um, I think we also have seen a lot of um, areas that have been vastly improved over the last couple of years in the technology spectrum as well. So um, Josh, anything? to add on that point? Yeah, no, I think we've all kind of um, been a part of these various challenges, right, throughout the past few years. Um, and I kind of want to transition into um, talking about when it comes to deploying Microsoft Teams rooms, right? So what does the hardware and the AV technology ecosystem really add to the space that amplifies all of the features that Microsoft Teams gives you? Um, you know, we've We've talked a lot about intelligent audiovisual, utilizing the front row feature, dual screen, all those types of things. Um, so Kara, um, can you kind of talk a little bit about that and maybe how have you really seen those being game changing for the way an organization meets and collaborates um, on a day to day? Um, or on their, their regular meeting schedules? Well, I think one of the key things that are really important for people when they're walking into the rooms is being able to easily join the meeting. And Microsoft Teams plus the hardware makes that very simple that you can just walk in and hit join and be able to take advantage of all of those uh, Microsoft Team features that you just mentioned. So you know, when the room is set up properly to create that experience, it makes it very easy for people to just go in and meet. And I think that that's overall the goal that people are working towards is not having to worry about the technology and having the technology support the way that they want to work. So they want to be able to see the content up close 
Uh, and, you know, so having dual screens really supports that. So you have one screen that'll show the content and then the other screen that'll show the remote participants that can make for a, a much better experience for the people that are utilizing the room to meet in. Right. And I mean, a lot of these features can almost be intimidating to some people and they, they don't realize that, you know, working with an integrator and working with Crush on who works with these, they can really make that ease of use happen for you. And it doesn't have to be such a hassle um, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it really comes down to understanding what's important and how you want to meet in the space. So, you know, taking a look at the particular room, the room size, the shape, and making sure that the people who are uh, meeting in that room are able to see the content, see the remote participants, uh, and be able to hear them as well. So uh, all of that comes in as a as key points of creating that great meeting experience. Yeah, that's a great point. We're constantly trying to dive in as deep as we can with our clients on how they intend to use the space because there are certainly one one size fits all solutions out there on the market that are fantastic and work for certain you know applications. Um, but there are also spaces that truly benefit from a customized technology solution to meet every single one of those needs that they have for a meeting space. Um, so why is it so important that um, that we're still able to customize those solutions? And uh, what does that mean for an organization in your opinion, Kara? I think being able to customize the solutions allows, as I said before, for you to get into that space and use that space the way that it would have been used prior to being a hybrid meeting space. So, you know, being able to understand and take a look at the use case and being able to tweak, you know, where the cameras might be placed or uh, where the monitors are, or, you know, anything like that. Also being able to customize your, your video experience to show what needs to happen. So there's a lot of different technologies out there from speaker tracking to group framing to, you know, compositing together different uh, multi-camera views of the, of the room. And it's really understanding, you know, the remote participants and what they need to be able to see to really have that equity and engagement in the meeting. So you might have, you know, a small huddle room where what the most important thing is, is to be able to see everybody up, you know, just to be able to see everybody. So you're going to be looking at like a group framing experience. Um, you know, Microsoft allows also for, you know, being able to, you know, see all of those, those people as well. Um, and then when you're looking at maybe a really large uh, a training room, what you want to primarily be able to see is the presenter and maybe be able to see the person asking the question uh, in a side-by-side -side or something like that. So uh, understanding the meeting needs from the remote participants perspective and what they need to be able to see and also you know where people are in the space where they're looking when they're talking um or you know engaging with the remote participants that that's pretty key as well that makes sense carrie so you touched on a lot of these big big picture room design concepts there um are there any other like just general needs for like various sizes of conference rooms that you can kind of talk about um 
and maybe like how these technology principles like really change depending on also the room type, like the application, the usage of that room, whether it's an executive boardroom, a training space, that kind of thing. Yeah. So when you're looking at it, a room, you know, all rooms need to be hybrid meeting rooms. So let's let's just start there. So you're going to be needing uh, a way to. Uh, join the meeting. Uh, you're going to need a, a touch screen to be able to, to hit the join. Uh, and then you're also going to be needing your video and your audio. And uh, what form factor or where that is placed is, is going to depend, as you said, on your room size uh, and your room type. So the needs for a huddle room, maybe, you know, you may have a handful of those that you need to scale out. So you might be looking for some kind of um, all-in-one sound bar or something like that that, you know, is up at the front of the room. Primarily when you're in those spaces, uh, everyone's kind of looking up at that screen uh, and in interacting with a couple of other people. It's not really like a full room meeting. Um, when you're looking at those spaces, you start looking at, okay, you know, I'm going to need an optical zoom camera. I need to be able to get clear close-ups of people who are further away. You're going to be looking when you get into a room that might be uh, much larger, you're going to also be having, you know, uh, your audio probably in the ceiling versus on the table or front of room because you've got to be able to disperse that uh, throughout the entire space. And uh, that's when you'll be looking into something like Crestron House Automate VX, which is a multi-camera speaker tracking solution that really allows you to customize and place cameras throughout the room. That way you can capture where people are looking in those larger spaces. So that's when you start to see, you know, a product like that. And then you have your standard, you know, uh, traditional conference rooms, which have, you know, about eight people, something like that. So you're going to be looking, depending on what meeting type, um, you know, either for something that's going to keep everybody, you know, in the frame so that you can utilize some of Microsoft's technology uh, to be able to bring them into, you know, individual frames. Also, um, you may want to enable speaker tracking if it's more of a a meeting where, you know, someone's talking for five minutes, you want to just see them up and close. Uh, so those are some of the considerations that you'll be looking at, you know, based off of your room size and, and type. Um, if you're in a room with a presenter, you want to make sure that you have some sort of presenter tracking. So your presenter can walk around and be smoothly tracked. That really, um, you know, is key. And you'll also want to make sure that, you know, they have good audio coverage um, as well. Thanks, Kara. That is really helpful, I think, for a lot of clients who are, you know, just thinking they can bring in an audio, a, a camera and a microphone and, and you know, go to town. Um, but there's really some special considerations you need to make depending on on your room type. Um, recently, it's been interesting to be a part of a lot of conversations. Um, a lot of our customers are asking about um, how they equip higher impact spaces, meaning spaces that are a little unusual versus something that might be more of a traditional conference room or meeting room, something that is multi-purpose that changes furniture layouts and configurations all the time, or something that needs to be very high profile, very high quality. Um, they can't risk having any interruptions when it comes to technology. Um, and it needs to be extremely automated. Those type of um, really 
um, high impact experience spaces. Um, and I know Crestron um, touches those kind of spaces quite often. So can you talk about um, what is really important to consider in those type of high impact spaces? So uh, to, to kind of fit in the theme of what we've been talking about, it's important when you're looking at one of those high impact spaces to determine how you want to utilize the space. Make sure that you understand what are your highest profile use cases and your most common use cases. And from there, you want to be able to place the technology in ways that it's going to provide the best meeting experience based off of those use cases. So. Um, from Crestron, we have, as I mentioned earlier, Automate VX, which allows you to, uh, it, it integrates with the microphones that you're, you're using in the room to be able to create that custom automated experience. So what will happen is whenever someone in the room speaks, there'll be a camera behavior based upon that. And by having cameras that can be placed throughout the room, up to 12 of them, you really get into being able to customize, as we mentioned earlier, uh, those locations for the best view. And again, you want to make sure that whenever someone is talking, that's when they're going to be on camera. So you'll want to make sure that the cameras are placed there. Uh, the flexibility here comes in with you know different room configurations. So you're able to create uh, a room design, and it's in a visual designer you kind of place the different positions in the room match up the cameras set how wide you want the shot what is that behavior do you want it you know tracking a presenter um things like that and then with a one button press you're able to switch how that room operates so if sometimes it's a uh if you've got a multi-purpose room that sometimes is training room, sometimes it's a large boardroom, uh, and sometimes it's a, a U-shape or a hollow square or something like that, you can accommodate for all of those switches and changes uh, and customize it to how you want your room to operate, which is something that we really hear for those high impact spaces that they're looking for. Also video quality and making sure that you've got a, a nice optical zoom versus, you know, a digital zoom, which will provide that, um, you know, it, it, in order to get close to someone who's farther away, you're going to be cropping your image. So as the person is farther, uh, further away, you'll get lower resolution where with optical zoom, it's going to bring the image closer. So you're always going to see it at a uh, full resolution. So, um, the other thing is you want these rooms to be as simple um, as possible to use. People want to be able to walk into the room and just use them. So being able to tie into your um, touch panel to just go ahead and hit start or have a, just a couple of very simple options. And those are some things that are really important in those high impact spaces. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a lot of really good, really good guidance um, to give end users really trying to understand how to best utilize these video features in their spaces. Um, and I know there's different tracking cameras and framing and that kind of thing. So that's really helpful, I think. Kind of want to ask you, Kara, are there differences between the intelligent video features that are inherently built into kind of the Microsoft Teams atmosphere versus capabilities built within um, other hardware or software solutions. Yeah, so I, this kind of goes back into the optical zoom conversation, which is, you know, when you have that built in to be able to control it to a uh, camera to pan, tilt and, and zoom, uh, you're going to get, you know, more of that real life, you know, uh, 
a high quality, high resolution, but also, you know, within Microsoft Teams, there's a lot of really great features. Uh, so if you're looking at, you know, some of those smaller rooms or something like that, they can kind of be stacked on top of each other. So you can bring in, you know, a nice optical zoom, you know, feature and then be able to utilize the technology from Microsoft Teams as well. Um, also, um, even with the the digital offerings that Crestron has as, and other manufacturers as well, uh, for those smaller spaces, they, they work really great together as well. So you're going to be able to get, you know, some of that speaker tracking and stuff that's built into the solution and then for, or group framing or, you know, whatever. And then you're able to, you know, stack on top the features from Microsoft Teams, which will create um, a really great experience for your meeting participants. I was always impressed by the amount of intelligence that some of these Crestron solutions and others in the market have in terms of this intelligent video that just stacks on top of the Microsoft Teams features. And it's really impressive. Um, we found that a lot of times we have to consult our clients through those various intelligent video features. Um, when do I use auto tracking versus framing? Um, why does it feel so jumpy? Why is it taking forever to switch? Um, you know, all of those types of things. Um, what type of advice do you have to those people who are trying to figure out how to best utilize all the various options out there? You know, the, the best thing that I can, can see is for them to experience a, a meeting from the far end with some of these different technologies or watch a couple of different videos. One of the things I find is a lot of people have some expectations around what they want. Uh, and then when they actually use the technology, they find out they wanted something different. I find this um, a lot with, you know, speaker tracking or group framing or, you know, even the ability to, you know, extract out the individual people and put them in different frames. Um, you know, some people love that experience uh, and some people, you know, just want to see everybody in the room and have it adjust um, to see everybody together. So it really, I'm finding, is very user preference driven. Uh, so I would recommend that people, you know, experience both, both types, um, you know, see what that far end is like from a meeting and then, you know, take a think about how they meet and what's important for their remote participants to be able to see um, and then implement the solution that they think is is best for them. Um, you know, typically I'm going to find that, you know, if, you know, some people love it when the camera switches uh, and some people are like, you know, I just want to be able to see everybody and, and everyone has has different preferences around that. Um, but typically, you know, if you're going to have a presenter that's walking around, you're going to want some sort of tracking. Uh, you want to make sure that they stay in the frame and can move around naturally. Um, for your small, medium um, spaces, you want the option to be able to, to group frame, to have everybody be seen. And if you have a meeting where, you know, it's going to change the speakers very frequently, you'll want to consider having some sort of speaker tracking as well. Right, right. Um, I, I hear a lot of demand for that automation recently as well, you know, that that desire for them to really have little to no interaction with any of the controls in the room. Um, and I guess my question for you from your perspective is when we're considering those who are budget conscious, um, because obviously automation comes at the cost, um, how achievable is that automation in reality for those who are 
considering or working with lower budget. Yeah, I mean, when you consider some of the, uh, again, it's going to depend on your room size and type. I would say, you know, for those who are budget conscious, there's a lot of great solutions from Crestron um, and kind of across the market for those small um, spaces. It's kind of become table stakes to have some sort of intelligence in these digital uh, Zoom options and then also you know being able to get a for your larger spaces you know a, a standard um you know ptz camera that has an optical zoom and then being able to layer on top some of the features from microsoft teams can create a very good um budget conscious uh experience as well so i i would say that it is possible across different room types you know to to get this type of experience without you know having to to break the bank um but then you know it is also um you know reasonable to to go up for your your higher impact spaces as well right that makes sense and to kara's point um the mtr solutions out on the market now um over the past three years have just advanced to some of the greatest things in technology that We've seen in a while, and certainly Questron is such a reliable partner and a great partner to Vistacom. Um, Kara, before we wrap up, uh, what's on the radar for Questron? What are you guys up to? What are you focusing on going into 2024? Yeah, so um, we're focusing on continuing to have these, you know, one-touch meeting rooms that create that experience. Um, and also, you know, when it comes to our intelligent video product lines, you know, making sure that we have the the best experience. So we've got, you know, a great experience right now and we're always continuing to improve that. And one of the things that we did just announce um, is visual AI for Automate VX. So um, Automate VX has been primarily relied on information uh, from the microphones in the room to direct, you know, where to, where to, where the camera should go. But now once the cameras can go in that general area, we have the ability to, you know, provide that auto framing center of the frame and continue to frame to keep whoever is talking. So if they're moving around, you know, um, naturally in the space, you know, it's going to adjust the framing to keep them in the center. So that's kind of a, a new um, feature that we're announcing. Very, very cool. That's such an advancement too that I know a lot of people were looking for. Um, you know, we touched it in this episode, but like the framing and the very specific ways that you use the space, I think a lot of users, they don't, they don't actually like really think they, I think a lot of people really just think that that's the way they use the space is how a lot of people use the space, right? Um, but those specifics about how you're actually interacting, interacting with the remote participants and all that kind of stuff is is really important and, and that seems like such an advancement that um can really solve a lot of a lot of the uh, the friction that is happening sometimes in, in hybrid meetings definitely so it allows for a little bit more flexibility which we're really excited about yeah absolutely absolutely all right well we'll wrap it up here uh thank you to everyone who joined and listened today and most especially thank you kara for joining us on tech unraveled it was a pleasure Thank you so much for having me. It was a great time. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Everyone be sure to check out Crushdron's latest innovations and everything new with them on their website at crushdron.com. Um, and also check out our blog following this uh, episode that will cover more of these topics and dive a little deeper as well. Yeah, there'll be some great info in there. 
Um, all right, Carrie. Yeah, you were so great to have on today. Such a pleasure to have you on. I hope we can do more together in the future. Um, so time to wrap up this episode, but please be sure to join us next time um, to unravel more tech in the pro AV world. And just remember, you can't spell tech unraveled without AV. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.